This is the Video Junkyard Podcast. A place that appeals to your deepest and darkest fantasies. The dead who haunted souls hunt the living. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. From this nightmare world emerges a fearsome half-man, half-ape with the strength of 20 demons. Hey everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Video Junkyard Podcast. I'm Eric Branson, and with me as always, my good friends and co-hosts, Joe Peterson and Ryan Steiskel. How's it going tonight, guys? Pretty good. Surviving and thriving. And lying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of, the, one of the three is true. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never tell. Yeah. Uh, uh, how about yourself? Oh, oh doing pretty good. Um, I, uh... This is the eve of the start of my spring semester of school, so got to go oh, back yeah. to class tomorrow. So back to that school uh, to prove the five weeks flew by. I can't. I was uh, I was like really um, excited about having five weeks off of like you know having to do school. It seemed like a lot of time, and it's funny. It didn't seem like any time at all. So that's the way things go, I guess. But. When you're an adult, yeah. I remember being you a know. kid and fucking, like, you get those two weeks and it's just like, oh, God, it's been, like, what, yeah. three months since I've been to school? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Miss yeah. those fucking days. Well, I mean, we our, our interim breaks are still pretty long in Wisconsin, or at least at this campus, uh, mm. because of the tourism that season. that campus, yeah. And, yeah, so we don't start, I don't think, until, like, late January, early February. So we, we get the entire month of January off usually nice. and most of most of this half of December so yeah I was gonna say I, I I think I turned in my last assignment or something what my the last thing that I did for class was uh December 8th or something yeah. I think so I've been off since then but yeah. yeah I know most people are starting tomorrow uh we yeah we still have another week or two but I'm on sabbatical so man, oh yeah not yeah. my problem but no, actually, one of the classes I teach online uh, starts tomorrow too. So, thanks for oh, the okay. reminder. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> but, uh, you guys watched anything interesting lately, or anything good? Watch um, something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's conversation for another time. But we finished Andor finally last night, so oh, hey. leave that off of the air for now. But maybe a conversation later on. But yeah. Ends with I, watch it, and I took the kids to see uh, the Puss in Boots movie, mm. uh, The Last Wish. Um, it was really, really good. Like That's it surpassed my expectations. Yeah. Like I, I mean, I've a, those those movies are fine. Like the Shrek, it's the Shrek verse at yeah. this point. But um, and they're they're always fine. They're kind of funny. But this one was really pretty darn good. Like I would I would highly recommend. You nice. Know, if you're into family films at all, like that's yeah, I liked the I first one. Impressed. First yeah. one was I don't even know if I even saw the first one. <laughs> it's I mean so. it's I I've liked pretty much everything. I've liked all the Shrek movies, maybe some more yeah. than others, but um, they've all been good. Um, yeah. And yeah, these uh, the the first Puss in Boots I thought was pretty funny. Just Antonio Banderas as a cat is just I don't know, <laughs> yeah, funny. 
Uh, he fits the fanfic. Yeah. <coughs> we we checked out a couple of movies that have been getting some attention lately uh, on streaming services. We watched The Menu on HBO the other night mm-hmm. uh, uh, with Ray Fiennes. That's really good. Yeah, I've uh, heard. It's it's, it's pretty good. dark, but it's it's good. It's it's kind yeah. of a, a black comedy, borderline horror, but more dark comedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we also finally watched Glass Onion, yeah. uh, the Knives Out yes. mystery. I actually watched that too. Yeah, uh, really enjoyed that. And I was a latecomer oh, yeah. to, to the the first Knives Out movie. Knives Out. I saw it like a year yeah. after it came out. And still, it wasn't spoiled for me somehow. Same. Good, yeah. But I really yeah, enjoyed Yeah, I saw both Knives Out really late as well. Um, I really like Knives Out. Like, it was like a favorite movie mm-hmm. of, of that year for, I'd seen in a while. I didn't dislike Glass Onion. I still liked it quite a bit, but I, I didn't like it as much as I liked Knives mm-hmm. Out. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've enjoyed both. But, but I think it's it's good enough that I hopefully it establishes this character, you know, Benoit Blanc, the detective, as an ongoing thing, and we get to see some more. Yeah. So. Like, I know Ryan Johnson, like, didn't want to call it another Knives Out story. He really hated that part that the studios mm-hmm. insisted. Yeah. But it's essentially, like, a Blanc mystery. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah, I think that I actually wish they would have just used that, like a Benoit Blanc mystery or something like yep. that. Like start using his name to tie them together instead of Knives yeah. Out. And but. and Daniel Craig is just eating it up. Like he enjoys that role. You can tell with his yeah. performance. Like versus like I've no. only really seen him in that and James Bond, and I can tell which one he's enjoying the most. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. So I can see this being a role that he will be happy to do for the rest of his days, as long as there's stories. Um, I yeah, think. I'm hoping it'll be a, something that sticks. Yeah. I think it'll make a good series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it'd be a good character to see him, you know, see pop up in more things. Yeah. Uh, so tonight we've got it's something. Yeah. Wow. I mean. Yeah. How do. How did this one end up on the list? This was one that kind of budged in, and uh, it was because of there this was happened a instantly. meme floating around. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, um, like New Year's Eve, or New Year's Day, all of a sudden you start seeing memes about this movie because somebody mistakenly said it takes place in the year 2023. And it clearly yeah, does not. And it doesn't. <laughs> It's probably a little easy to talk about if we just get to what we're doing. It's yeah. 1974's science fantasy film, Zardoz. Zardoz speaks to you. His chosen ones, the dawn is good. passage into the vortex you will show me how you come to be here ah! tell me everything my name is zed Ozandos. i am an exterminator
took a woman in his name. Zardos. Starring Sean Connery, of course, in the iconic, uh, <laughs> if you could call it that, costumes. Um, I mean, yeah, I've never so. seen a G-string with suspenders before. It's quite the look. Bandolier. No. G- gun belt uh, suspenders. Yeah, gun yeah, belt suspenders. Yeah. And high, <laughs> high boots. Like, yeah. Yeah. practically more so pants at this point. But not where you need pants to be. That's... It's, yeah. Speaking of, before and, we get going, and the I ponytail it's, it's, and the handlebar, it's just as we're talking about the, the, the fashion. I, I feel like it's appropriate for me to put on my review hat. So, let me, all right, yeah. <laughs> is that underwear? <laughs> yeah, it's a pair of boxers. I figured, like, if I like, I, I got a live example of the Eternals in this movie. Mm. Um, it's like, ah, well, yes, yes. It, I feel like if you emulate, eventually everything will come to. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, so ju- jumping back to to the meme thing that started floating around on, on New Year's, yeah, a bunch of people. There was there's a meme with this picture of Sean Connery in the in, in the costume saying, you know, don't forget that Zardoz took place in 2023, which is actually not true <laughs> wow. at all. It takes place in like the the 23rd century. 2,293, I think. Yeah, something yeah. like that. But, no, we're even fucking yeah. close to 2023, really. No. Yeah. I think because it says at the the, the opening credits of this movie, um, Zardoz, like a science fiction something, takes taking place in the 23rd century. And for some reason, somebody out there thought that that correlated to <laughs> somehow to 2023. But anyway, that's how we finally... We landed on, like, oh, everybody's talking about Zardoz. It's one that, like, I kind of had meant to get to, either on the show or otherwise. It's, yeah, and, it's been um, on the sci-fi cult list for me as well. It's like... Well, and it also yeah. serves the dual purpose of this little, you know, point-in-time check-in with the American education system. And it's like, no, folks, 2023 is not the 23rd century. <laughs> Glad <laughs> right. to know this is where we're at, you know? <laughs> kind of failed the standardized uh, test here i think yeah and i saw it passed a lot around a lot and i then i saw like the 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 nerd rage that like came yeah. out of like you know people like this did not take place in the 23rd century like, or did not take place in 2023 which they're right but it's, uh, anyway so we figured so, yeah yes. i mean I anyway remember saying like oh we should review that and then like right away i think it was like within like not even 10 minutes eric responded on the messenger like uh, checked it out from the library, and then like the following yeah. day, ripped it. 
Yep. <laughs> yep. I, the I thought it was Ready a great idea, and I thought we should get on it fast because I didn't think it was going to last long. So yeah, um, like, the, yeah, the buzz it, about it, it at least. Yeah. yeah. Um, so if you're wondering and you're not familiar with the film, I got a short synopsis here. In the future, Earth is ruled by Eternals, an advanced and secret sect of beings who reign over a savage group called Brutals. The Eternals have created a god named Zardos to intimidate the Brutals and make them believe that killing is their natural state. However, Zed, a brutal warrior, challenges that assumption when he enters the Zardoz Monument and is captured by an Eternal. There, he learns the truth about the Eternals and the false god that rules society. So, um, this was uh, actually in its day nominated for a, a Hugo Award and a BAFTA Award as well for Best Cinematography. Fascinating. So, um, I mean, yeah. I can kind of yeah. see that back in 74, right? That's movie Yeah, 74. Yeah. Yep. yeah. And this was like this was Sean Connery like like trying to step away from James Bond. Originally this right. role was supposed to go to Burt Reynolds. Oh, um, I can I mean, can you tell? Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> Sean, can you grow the mustache? Like it's already on my chest. They're like, well, yeah, Bert man. was busy. Can we get anyone to look exactly like Bert? <laughs> and uh and it's like and he's rocking that cool like partial I don't want to say it's a skullet yet, but I'm just saying. Yeah. It's yeah, a look. He's, he's getting It's there. a bold, creative decision if I've ever seen one. Um, yeah, and this is just three years post, you know, Diamonds Are Forever being his yep. last James Bond film. Um, and he's so, trying yeah, he's to step away from that. just coming off of James Bond, so. I like how he's just like, whatever steps me away from James Bond. Oh, well, well this Sean, we got a role for you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I bet, yeah, you know, I wonder at this point, he's just like, oh, I think this is going to be the weirdest part of my career. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Lead it may have been. This might be... Gentlemen. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that that was more just a giant failure more than a weird film. There's, but there's so uh, much weirder films that, like... It's, he, <laughs> From Lee? This, this was... Huh? This is so much weirder than Leave Extraordinary Gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying, this, this set the precedent from here to... You know, from now on, it's just like Sean Connery... Either part of some, like some kind of like iconic action film, or out there. Yeah. Like not always intentionally psychedelic like this, trying to be like pseudo intelligent. Just okay. You needed <laughs> yeah. a paycheck. I get it. Kind of yeah. situation. Yeah, and so, I think we'd see a lot of action stars today doing things comparable to this, but I don't know. Oh, this Nick, Nick Cage perfected it, so I'm this just saying. This one is out there, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I... Yeah, it... Go I was going to say, the synopsis doesn't quite do justice to, like, how oddball this movie really is, just yeah. with, especially with the costumes and... And the, the, the... You said psychedelic, but yeah, there's certainly, like, a kind of a, you know late 60s kind of psychedelic feeling to some of it the design of it is so, all very kind of unique but like it also like core porn elements <laughs> like, yeah there's a, a pretty much no clothing in the movie like people are very very scantily clad most of the film however it's not actually very sexual until the very until the end when they become like you know alive again but uh, I mean, they talk about sex parts. but it's not very like yeah. there's the whole scene the of sex, trying to the trigger the, an erection so I mean, yes, true. Yeah. <laughs> so. um, the I was gonna say, that's what I was gonna get to is most of the sex is either one rape or two uh, a science experiment. So that's yeah. Like, yeah, quite um, quite but, the spectrum 
really. It's like, yeah. <laughs> like okay, so. so. How, I mean, how many people does Zed try to rape in the uh, first, like, half an hour of this movie? It's a pretty. Oh, yeah. yeah it's it's quite weird. A lot. Especially when you learn about, yeah. like, spoilers, uh, that he's actually not as brutal and is more intelligent than he lets on. So it's just like. What's your game, yeah. dude? Is this just Sean? Actually, it's actually <laughs> one of my complaints about like the the character arc there. Like you you you're trying to elevate this character to be like he's the brutal that you know is is different and he's a he's a mutation. They actually start calling him the mutation, yeah, the mutation. Um, in, during the film. It's like, well, all about labels in this fucking like, movie. Yeah. <laughs> no. But anyway. Yeah. Um but the movie Yeah, sorry. Yeah. I think I cut you off, Joe. Oh, I was just I think my first introduction to even the concept of the film Zardoz like I hadn't heard of it up until a couple of years ago and my first introduction to the concept of, of behind it was actually the the Rick and Morty yeah. reference yeah um no oh, yeah but I raising Gazorpazorp I think yeah it's called. raising Gazorpazorp yeah yeah um they do something quite similar on Gazorpazorp <laughs> uh, and then <laughs> It's like after that show, after that episode came out, and people were like, "What the hell was that referencing?" Oh, this Zardoz! Holy shit! Here's Sean Connery in you know leather bondage gear. Um, not even a lot of it either. Uh, it, it's been something it's like, like a okay, sexy I, space bandito. I, I need to see this at <laughs> like, some point to, to put these pieces together. And um, nope, I still don't. I still can't put them together. I still can't figure well, it out. Well, There's a yeah, lot of weird shit The movie on. starts with the giant floating stone head. That looks like it's just fucking screaming, and it's like okay, yeah. God, and then then it lands. Kind of, yeah, scary, and, angry God head and of Zardoz. Like. Yeah, it lands in front of all these people wearing, as you do, the red fucking speedos on horseback, wearing like the masks of that head on both ends, which is very fucking jarring. And then uh-huh. it just vomits a bunch of guns and goes like, "Guns are good, penis is evil." I'm not fucking exaggerating. That was legitly what it said. And like, holy yep. shit, it really predicted the GOP nightmare of today. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, Vomit, yeah. guns, penis evil. Got it. But typically and, and it's like vagina is evil, I guess is what they and, said. And that's where I started going, okay, this movie's crazy. <laughs> There's few movies that you see. Like, Let me movies, just lower this bar nuts. here for a second. That movie was strange. <laughs> There's few films that when somebody says, that movie was bananas, you go, yes, that is the accurate description. <laughs> um, and with the, the gun thing at the very beginning, I was like, oh, this is going to be trying to push some social commentary. And it does. Mm. I just can't keep track of what. Yeah. It is I can't figure it out either. Place. That's like my, my crisis with this movie was trying to figure out what it was trying to say because it's... I feel I, like it, it's plucking things from everywhere, just like... I would say, if this movie was made today, someone goes like, was this made by an AI? Did somebody yeah. throw this yeah. into an AI? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, no! Funny enough! <laughs> this, this is what was actually written by John Borman. Be- yep. Because the early part of the movie, honestly, plays out like a bit of like an alpha male fever dream like one of these like male rights activists you know yeah. this this rapey savage coming in and like but he's actually being portrayed as the hero because he's teaching all these like stuffy old you know intellectuals how to live or how to feel alive and well, all his, right. his they're, presence they're just being inspired by him it, yeah 
He's the one. Yeah, and... <laughs> right. And it starts to change its tune a little bit towards the middle of the film. Like, you, then all of a sudden you get a little bit of the other side of the argument. So then I feel like Borman's playing somewhere in the middle, which is kind of weird because it's in this futuristic setting where all of this stuff has already gone down. That kind of makes it seem like he doesn't really know what he's trying to say. Like he's, you know, play in the middle of the aisle in post-apocalyptic fiction doesn't really work. It's, oh my God. Um, it's yeah, a, anyway. it's a, it's a trip though. There's, it is a trip. There's yeah. also mm-hmm. like some statements about the the treatment of the elderly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and people with with mental illness. So it's like to touching store on all these them things. away. <laughs> just store them away, and well, just, it you know. The, it's the Eternals. We meet the Eternals, which is essentially uh, perfected humans, I guess, more mm-hmm. or less. Like, that's the next stage of evolution. Uh, but essentially... Yeah, they've, they, they've defeated death, and through, like, a sort of transcendental meditation, they've learned how to share knowledge. Yeah, um, they... You know, kind of like in the, the maybe like Jungian type collective unconscious stuff because literally they're just like basically singing at each well, other and they can experience each other's feelings and thoughts and, and such. They and, they are self-entitled the collection of all of human knowledge. And it's uh-huh, just this, yeah. this group of ageless beings of over 200 something odd years. Um, and like you learn later on that they've like <clears throat> they were made um eternal all this knowledge so humanity can continue forward and like they traveled the stars found nothing yeah and just came back and just like i guess yeah, we're basically here now. got got bored yeah <laughs> like, but they're yeah, I, what, they were made up of like the 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 elites essentially when when the yeah. world was going to shit this is pretty much the rich people and the people of like influence or some t- subtype with the resources and the know-how just like band together and go like all right fend for ourselves i suppose it's like complete fucking dicks uh and then they don't reproduce i guess that was the big thing like right. they they, they can't because they have no they have no interest in sex in fact the men are generally impotent, impotent and yep. there's yeah there i would say there's not a lot of desire for sex but apparently there are there are women among them that find that do have desire but the men are all you know which again that fields into that like alpha male kind of thing that was going on in the beginning of it it's like oh all these intellectual impotent you know can't pleasure a woman dudes and and you just gotta come in and give them a little slap and tickle (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah and then you get like bare-chested fucking sean connery with the like receded hairline long-ass ponytail to like show them the way and it's just like ooh, the bar again Kinda Wearing low. his accentuating man panties and his gun suspenders. The mantis. Yeah, yes, the mantis. Yeah. <laughs> um, which is meanwhile, it's like everyone a... else looks like they're wearing like fucking shorts <laughs> on their fucking heads and shit, and like just the most open-chested yep. fucking shit. But, uh, but their breeding was int- not breeding, <laughs> but the way that they just exist. The way they just fucking exist uh, in the these, like, chambers. Like, if they die, there's already, like, a clone of them, like, and they get transferred into it, like, growing yeah. in the background. And you get this fake-ass, like, yep. plastic fetus. Um, which, by the way, this is one of those things with these types of sci-fis. These, if this was a low budget, um, where you just kind of, like, 
see what they can afford to make what is future tech and it's like wow there's a lot of inflatables there's just a lot of inflatable plastic they threw it over yep. the people for christ's sake yep. like it's I, just I also, everywhere i also noticed a lot of the background slides like the the images that are projected on the walls in the backgrounds when he's in the vortex and meeting all these you know the mm -hmm. eternals and stuff um one of them i i feel bad because like at one point, I probably would have been able to identify it, like when I was in college. But one of them was a uh, a thin section of a rock. It was like a petrographic slide. Because I was like, I think that's a tourmaline crystal, and I think that's a quartz. Like you can you can see like they're just <laughs> using like, and then they're like, this is your genetic makeup. It's just a bunch of microorganisms in a petri dish, you know? Yeah, it's it's like, like a microscope slide of living shit. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, those must know, be the metachlorians. Right, and so like they use these weird, goofy backgrounds and stuff, like kaleidoscope type images. But more the '60s did this, the kaleidoscope psychedelic images. This uses, I was like, holy shit, that's a, literally a petrographic slide. It's like a thin section of a rock. It's all these weird microscope yeah. images in the background. You um, do but what it you works. can. It's, it's I mean, they, they literally yeah. didn't have a budget for a wardrobe, I, so yeah. <laughs> I wanted to see what you what you guys thought about uh, Zed's character development. We talked a little bit about it kind of not being totally believable yeah. of him, you know, being the the mutation or the enlightened brutal as they kind of brought him out to be. Um, we get like a a bit of a because the, the film opens with Zed infiltrating Zardoz essentially after he barfs out the guns and everything. We find Zed hidden in the grains and yeah. Um, we don't get the backstory of that till about halfway through the movie, so it uh, uh, tells us, you know, oh, how was this written by Ryan Johnson? Kind of figured everything out. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is like a yeah, knives out, isn't it? You get the fucking other there, half so, yeah. halfway through, yeah. <laughs> um, and then we find out that Zed is actually because he's a mutation, he's a bit smarter, more intelligent, has been seeking knowledge for a long time. He read the Wizard of Oz. He and yeah, yeah. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> All right, that's kind of where I was getting to is the big light bulb moment where he figured out this entire his world is all bullshit or he's being lied to and his god is not real and you know his moment of enlightenment is when he figured he's handed the book the or he finds the book. We later find out he's been manipulated the whole time, but finds yeah. the book The Wizard of Oz and by like covering up letters on the you know a cover <laughs> of the book. It manages to spell the word Zardoz on the front of it. And, yeah, it's uh, just like the end. And, the, you know, at that point, it was like, ah, like everything <laughs> is, everything I know is wrong. I'm not sure that's really definitive proof enough to like go burn down your whole society, but, you know, like. Right. My favorite part of, if we can talk about that, that library scene, because I know we're jumping around, but we, we mentioned the book then. Mm. This is where it's kind of one of those elements where it's just like, I know that this is supposed to be treated seriously, but it also at the same time, it gives me that feel that this is supposed to be a parody of sci-fi. It's not, but like what you would see in a modern, like, but cheap, low budget parody of but, a sci-fi. Well, I was going to say, Borman the part is, is so off kilter. Like, I think he is parodying at points and then he's not at other points. Like, it's just like, yeah, sorry. I didn't mean yeah, it's all over. Like, no, it's fine. It's just that one part where like they show him. It led into a library, and he's like, the the the, the I forget the name of the uh, the Zardok guy itself is like Alex or some shit. I can't remember. It's not, but whatever. He's he's showing the book to tantalize him, and then when oh, you get up close yeah. to the book, it's just like a simple kids picture book, like like see cat, and I'm just like, 
I mean, I get it, but, I mean, was there another way? And then it's like, but after I read that book, I read every book in there. And as they're doing that, they're panning through these dusty, web-covered books on a shelf. I'm like, I don't think you touched any of that. I think you just only read the, read the picture two. book. I think you just looked at the picture book. That's it. And I don't think he would know what half those fucking animals are. I'm pretty sure most of that fucking shit is dead I, I, at this point. Like, it's just... <laughs> but I lost my fucking shit. I'm like, oh, God. This is... <laughs> Sean Connery in yellow spandex looking at a picture book, loading his ABCs. Like, his character okay. development, I thought, was hard to, to really grasp. Um... <laughs> Because given this movie, yeah, because it just <laughs> keeps bouncing around. It's like okay, they're they're doing the halfway through. Here's the twist. You know, we we've seen this in a bunch of movies already. You know, like we've reviewed on here, uh, Death Race is one that comes to mind right away. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you find us like ah, I've been in on it the whole time, kind of thing. Yeah, but it doesn't like we said before with like some of his behavior with the, the being a, a, a you know a brutal exterminator. Um, doesn't really mesh. So I don't know. Well, I guess his whole purpose is because he was a mutant. You find out later this was a genetic manipulation. Like they were, like purposely breeding them, Uh, and he was one of the few because of his mutation that were allowed to breed, and they were directly told that. And it's just like one of those like, I guess, but my dude, you just. Felt up a catatonic girl and did. Oh my god! And then he just tosses the doll onto the hay when he's like done. That was just a clear fucking like doll, and it's like okay. (laughs) This is this is a mad TV skit. (laughs) So I just want to make sure I understand this. So it's like thousand years (laughs) in the future, right? And there's the Eternals. They're doing their thing. Everybody else is just what? Like you've got the the. The red, barely the cloaked, yeah, the brutals, and you know the exterminators. exterminators. Yeah, who's everybody else? Yep. They're, I mean, the brutals. Their job is I just go and kill people. I mean, you see them killing people that are all. Uh, it, they look like they're in camps of some sort, and they're all wearing like beat up old twentieth century clothes. Yeah, like it's right. it, like, like they're, they're legitimately wearing suits. Some like of them are like beaten suits. suits. Yeah. yeah, and then plowing yeah. fields yeah. with sticks. It's just the like and the, weirdest. Yeah, and the brutals are just riding through and you know mowing them down with their guns and stuff. Well, no, so. those are the brutals. Like the 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 peasant people are technically the brutals, and right. then they call they, everybody brutals. Is the they're all yeah. brutals, but the red people exclusively are the exterminators of the brutals. Right. Okay. Yep. Because they're trying to like, again, it's part of that genetic manip- like. Oh, you're breeding. Got to cut you out of the gene pool. They don't know they're doing that. It's just like, I guess this is smart. And then yeah. you make a face. Like, <laughs> like, and then you find out the entire thing is because this, like you mentioned, the, the one Eternal whose job was to handle the Brutals. And do something with them. And so this Ar- was... Arthur Frayn. Arthur, that's right. Arthur, that's, that's it. Yep. 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 So this was his... they say his name like 40,000 yep. times in the movie. Sorry. And he's got that <laughs> sharpie mustache and goatee. He's yeah. the floating head in the beginning of the fucking movie. Oh my god, we didn't even talk about that part. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, it opens up with a weird, like... <laughs> like a screensaver on a DVD player. Yeah. Like you're waiting it, for it him is. to hit the it corner of the screen. <laughs> it's like yeah, way it's ahead like of a... its time, but not for the right reasons. 
Yeah, it is like a cross between the screensaver of a DVD and Virginia Madsen as the princess in Dune. Yep. <laughs> just like the floating head. Yes. That's just Year like 2093. And it's just yeah. like <laughs> everything is wrong in the world. <laughs> it's like I'm just like I'm not no I don't know what he's saying, but he's about to hit that yeah, corner. Inject like, yes! a little bit of Johnny the genie with the whole thing. Painted on mustache. He's got yeah. this Fenguli yeah, yeah. fucking makeup going on. Yeah. <laughs> like was, yeah, really Protos uh, Fenguli. Yeah. Very strange way to open the film. I I had a and hard then followed time followed by the vomited head of guns. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's when it started to make sense to me, and that was my first mistake. Because then it all went downhill after that. <laughs> I feel like yeah. that's a quotable thing. It started to make sense to me, and that's when it all went to shit. I feel like yeah. that's a that's a Hunter S. Thompson so, line somewhere. <laughs> probably. Oh, yeah. somewhere so in the brutal lands, and then the head vomited guns. <laughs> Jesus Christ, so man! <laughs> Zed kind of comes into the you know Eternals encampment, and and. It, and it, continues to kind of change everything and create turmoil there just by his, his very presence everybody yeah. disagrees on what they should do with him um his eventually friend. he starts to do when Our when friend. his friend who is friend. conveniently named friend yep. um is punished for helping him uh he starts to do some exploring so the inquisitive zed comes back he's not just you know yeah, being being Mr. Brutal, but like and, we don't uh, we don't watch him become that. We're just told that he is this mutant who's yeah. intelligent, and then afterwards he starts acting like it. Right, but then so. then also they yeah. contradict that again later in the film when they have to teach him everything. So like then you know if he's read every book in the library, whatever, like he should know some shit. But I guess not because they have to they do the thing and teach him everything. So yeah, it's um, like tough to tell which is the act and which is legitimate. Like maybe it's a little <laughs> of both. Like, because he yeah. still wants more knowledge. I think that that's, I, if you have to read it, I think it's just like, he wanted to that, know more. That's the mutation, yeah. That's yeah. the thing, is he's inquisitive when none of the other exterminators are. Like, they're just yeah. killers, and he's... Well, there seems like there, there's, he, there's like a... Go ahead, sorry. Mm. No, I just, I, I basically was getting to, like, the kind of the third act of the film and what his... his yeah, what he turns up about the truth about the Eternals, but yeah, if you have something else about, go ahead. I was just saying, like you just start, and it's kind of leading into that. Like you just fi- near the end, you start finding out there's just plan upon plan upon plan from every direction, not just from him but others, because his plan was to infiltrate the fucking uh, the vortex they call it, and then mm-hmm. find a way to bring down the shields and let his fellow mutants just wipe these fuckers out as revenge. Uh, but. Then you have, um, what was his name again? The floating fucking DVD screen Arthur. head dude? Arthur. Ar- there Arthur Frayne, yeah. Arthur Frayne. His actual plan entirely, and with friend helping him, uh, was the Eternals are tired of existence. It's boring. It's it's pointless. It's, it's fruitless. Like, they just feel disconnected. They want to die. So in order to do that, convoluted fucking plan of, like, fucking breed mutants for hundreds of years until you get the right one that can... So they'll figure out how to break into the... (laughs) Yeah, and then you have another person, May, an Eternal we haven't talked about yet, who, she's the one who took interest in Zed, find out everything about his genetic makeup, and she's like, we can save humanity with you. And she advocated for keeping him there and learning from him. Yeah, I just need you to impregnate me. That's all I'm kind of into. (laughs) It's like... 
And then you have another yep. fucking internal who's like, I hate this person. I want nothing to do with him. But don't worry, I'll actually be the one he hooks up with in the end and have as a kid. I, just yeah. like what? Well, and then we it's a one eighty because oh, I hated way. you because I actually love you thing at the end. So yeah, it's like anyway. yeah, it's just like ever since you get, showed me your erection, it's just like been very confusing times for me. And then he has <laughs> to fucking find the computer. And then that's a crystal, and the, then deactivate the, the, the computer. The, taberna- the tabernacle, which is the which conglomeration is the, of all human knowledge, but it's which also like... Which I swear like to God was made up by physical... fucking Justin Rowland. <laughs> the tabernacle. <laughs> which it's but also like, it's like perfect it's physically the vortex, like the crystal. So when they're going in and out of the vortex, they're actually inside of this tiny little crystal. Th- I don't know, it's it's all over the place at the end there. It's but so <laughs> yeah. It's a ship. No, it's a ship technically, but it's... It, yeah. Oh my god. It's not that, like... And then, and then we find thinking out, about it. Yeah. Well, then we find out that there was an architect of all this, so everyone's been being manipulated yeah. by this old Eternal who's, you know, wanting to die. He's laying there kind of wasting away. It's like, I made a and, mistake. <laughs> yeah. And everyone, this entire thing has been manipulated by him, and... Um, Maybe? Yeah. It's like... Yeah. I mean, at least to a point. Um, their their will to die started to roll into this like yeah anyway that's a fucking goddamn well, it, like but a, it all goes nuts at the end in a very kind of satisfying way even though it's not it doesn't really make any sense everybody's oh God, no, you know fighting and fornicating and you know everything that the savage you know so the, many uh, brutals were yeah so um, so many they hated the brutals for and. Uh, they they all want to die, so they're not only are they all kind of like fucking all over every, everything, and, <laughs> but they're also begging the brutals to shoot them. So they're like, I don't know, it's blood just and a guts and boobs bizarre... and butts, like galore, but in a really <laughs> kind of different like, way a, than we've seen. Which, yeah, not the way we're yeah. used to. It's just it's a very nineteen like, like, yeah, like if this was like and, a, and a of drunken collage, <laughs> like we I'm have. Just, Shots. We have the couple of, of Zed and Consuela who who literally have just become, like, a couple, like, in the last five minutes of the movie, you know, then trying to escape the chaos, and they become, you know, they go off and start a new society, essentially, is what I, I assume that yeah. montage at the end is all about, so, anyway. <laughs> it's so just sat there for a it's whole It's nuts. And I'm oh, sure we God. didn't even touch on everything that they attempted, like, the, the kind of, like, barroom philosophy kind of stuff that is all kind of like wedged in this is a drunken this philosopher is so like, right this is yeah. like someone yeah. who's trying it's to more get like a drunken philosopher philosophy undergrads kind of like yeah. going and they at keep... like their theories on <laughs> <laughs> and there's not even a major it's a minor oh my god it's me Anyways, no, oh, and they have ADHD, and they start fucking branching off in every fucking <laughs> argument they can possibly just think of, and end it with, so you want to sleep with me? And then they vomit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> White might. Yeah. What do you say? It's just like, holy shit. <laughs> like, pseudo-intellectual sci-fi smeared. Yeah, like, it's... <laughs> across the window. It is... It's, it's I love definitely it. a movie. <laughs> it's, it's. I was gonna say it's definitely a movie that lives up to its reputation in in so many ways because it's yeah. But this is not something Sorry, you John. watch to learn. It's the weirdest sequel <laughs> to Marvel's The Eternals that I think. Yes, I, I never expected it to go in this direction, but <laughs> this it, is it the works. Eternals I wanted. This is the Eternals that we we deserved. 
Um, I want them to manhandle fucking Sean Connery's ding-dong the entire time. <laughs> Why they project all of human knowledge. When I say project, I mean literally in a dark room, project upon the naked forms of women just random slides. Yeah, that's and how they those, learned all of some human knowledge. Some of those were cool. Was... Some of them were hilarious. Because yeah. <laughs> some, some of them are reciting fucking, like, literature and shit in different languages. And then you come to find out, like, oh, they were, they were, it was, it was a cross thing. He was learning as he was also inseminating them. And so it's like, huh, I guess you could read it as that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I read yeah. this as, like, an undergrad's art project, but okay, yeah, no, yeah, go nuts. <laughs> yeah, this is, it's... This is what happens when you don't teach sex ed in school properly. <laughs> every, I think every generation you get a you get some kind That's of sci-fi movie, sci-fi fantasy movie that just goes a little too batshit. And it, 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 I, I would, I mean, I'm kind of. This reminds me a lot of Sucker Punch in some that's ways. A, oh gosh. Yeah, yeah that's a good way to say it. As like <laughs> a that's th got the same attitude and tone. Like okay, <laughs> I was willing to go on a crazy ride. This one's a little too crazy. That's <laughs> a Yeah, it's also got the pseudo intellectual thing going on where you could tell yep. it's just kind of like somebody kind of like just kind of rambling out a bunch of stuff they think but not really like thinking it out or how it goes together i don't know but you know it's crazy because they have certain concepts that like when you think about it like this is kind of cool but i think they had too many concepts and they wanted them all at once this is like this is like a, you give a, a kid a bin of legos and he just wants every cool piece in the entire thing and it's a space station that makes no fucking sense it's like oh it's a treehouse but it's also a space station but it's also an un underground base I'm like nope nope no nope, those things don't work timmy that yeah. <laughs> doesn't fucking work. You can't have a T-Rex computer, and then you get yelled at for ruining their imagination. I'm like, well, the world was going to do it beforehand. Well, this is okay? what happens when somebody doesn't. You know, you get... Oh, my God. Yeah. But, you get but, you this know, kind of random, you know, playing kaleidoscope. card. Let's just a kaleidoscope. Yeah. Let's slap down some random cards for... Literally, you know, it's it's a kaleidoscope, social commentary that doesn't really all add up, or and, and and of course that's probably like, oh, this is art, and yeah, this is an art form. Let's not forget. Yeah. So, and I I, yeah. I will say yeah. one concept I really liked was like when you have an an society of Eternals, but you're not allowed to die, or not only that, you just can't die. Like, what's the punishment? They age you. They age you until you're an old senile person and then throw you with what they call the renegades. I'm like, well, that's fascinating, but that is just one fucking sliver of so many fucking concepts and none of them combined perfectly. It was a kaleidoscope of just boobs and, and sci-fi concepts and it did not make a cohesive picture whatsoever. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's no, like, it really and didn't. Did any... Did anybody ever pick up on the reason why Friend only got half aged, like Two Face, like half his body was? Like... I don't know, I but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That was weird. Like he had a stroke or something, right? It was cool. Yeah, I won't I lie, know. I kind of liked it. But he was but like gray it, on no one side and regular on the other, like and saggy yeah. faced. Yeah, and then if you didn't notice, right. like as the movie progressed further and you see him again, it's like the hair grew long, especially the eyebrows. The eyebrows actually totally connected mm -hmm. to the sideburns. And I'm just like, okay, I'm for this. But again, the other side isn't aging at all. I'm like, so you got like half of 50 years? And just like one side, apparently. 
You know, Neutrogena has a cream that would fix that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like... Like, how do they... Yeah. We and took I, away your skincare routine. <laughs> I started having questions, like, when, when an Eternal takes somebody to that house of nonsense and insanity, do they age a little bit because they're there? No, like, no, it's like bit? a weird... Like, it's just it's an actual like process apparently that they do and then they throw you in there. Huh. It's not Yeah. I, they didn't ever really show us how yeah. it happens, I don't think. So it was just, you know, cuz friend gets sentenced and and sent away and then he goes to find him and he's already been half-aged or whatever happened to him, you know. Um And yeah, apparently it, it, you could read even farther into that whole thing because the 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 person at the end, and I forget what the character's name was, if we even knew, uh, that, that had created everything, had, had you know, programmed, programmed the right word, but created the tabernacle and put everything yeah. together, confined everybody. He had been, obviously, been aged. I mean, if there... So, well, so well, at some point, this whole society turned on him as well. I mean, that's... Yeah. Well, no, what what occurred, and they said it in this, like, the first people who did this, they... They, they figured out the solution to, to everlasting life, but they were already, what it was described, in middle-aged. And then so their mm. descendants, their children, that's who inherited this. And then they, the middle-aged, like, first-gen, offered their, like, you know, this is your guys' world now. We don't feel like it's right. And I think for the sake of the society, we should age ourselves and exclude ourselves from the rest of society. This is yours now. Yeah. And it's just like, okay. And then later on, okay. he sees like, I made a terrible mistake. We need to die. It's just like, the f- <laughs> maybe what? Eternal <laughs> like, retirement home sucks, I guess. Like, I, mean, the, I could have oh, told that, you that probably. That's like, the thing he said too. We need to age and separate ourselves so we don't run the risk of regretting this decision and undoing the entire thing. And then apparently it didn't matter because you did it anyways. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. like, yeah, they did say it. It's weird that I remember it, but I do because I was just like, I think that was one of those things where I'm like, what's, what's happening? <laughs> yeah. It's not that it's well, too I asked that question a lot watching this stuff. movie. What is happening? It's not like the concepts yeah, are that difficult to understand. It's just so many happening at once. We're like, which thread am I supposed to pull here? Essentially, this is a, this is a movie like if this is ADHD as a sci-fi. <laughs> like this is just like you just got you just gotta know that. to understand it. <laughs> There's layers like an onion. It's like oh, I'm sure that John onion. Borman will tell you. Hey, I, I am certain that he has an idea of what this is all about. Like he's got it all in his head, and it just didn't translate all the way out. Like you can get some of the some of the some of the concepts, but yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, I'm not sure what his what what his thesis is or what exactly he's trying to say. And may, maybe it's nothing. It's enough fun to watch, but you're not going to get that grand like. I guess hum- humanity. It's it's not good for humanity to live for eternity. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I definitely get that. <laughs> I guess I don't maybe I mean again it's just like yeah but you like the shittiest of humanity like live forever what if you just gave it to somebody who wasn't shitty because again like this started off with like these were the elites these were like the self-entitled fucking individuals that there's a reason that their life was hollow but what if you gave it to people who aren't petty would it have actually been a better outcome maybe the whole program would have worked in the first place Huh. I didn't think yeah. about that. Halfway through the thought and get shot in the head and I'm like, okay. 
Okay. Boobies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's it. D- don't think too hard. There's a boob. Yeah. yeah there's like... Um, well, that's as good a segue as any into maybe what? giving this thing a grade. I feel grade like this movie was if, a distraction uh, for somebody. Like, like the whole point is like, watch this movie. Quick, do it. Whatever it is. I don't know. Like, this is... We should, it, we should. It was it was hard to stay with it because it was like I mean we've we've talked about movies on here before that you know go off the rails but this one just goes so off the fucking rails it's hard to actually follow because it commits just enough to each concept. I don't think like, oh now it's going in this direction now it's <laughs> going in that direction. It, it it really does throw you around a lot. It was hard yeah. to stay with it. I mean the the bizarre costumes really were were. The, the main reason, like, what's the weird thing they're going to show next more than the story itself? Are there's are there's a lot of naked bodies just floating there behind your wall? Okay, yeah. we're not going to address this. Uh, we did address this. You guys are just yeah. growing yourselves yeah. again. They're growing like tomatoes. humans, which they're growing they're themselves. Eternal, like, like, why are they yeah. growing? Yeah, anyway. It's, yeah, like, I, it's yeah. conceptually they, interesting. They also definitely... But, they definitely, uh, at times throughout the movie, insinuate that these are the same people that have always been there because they're Eternals, yeah. but yep. yet they grow they're new the people. Ones. We don't see any new people. I don't know. It's same. It's anyway, that's as good of a yeah. place as any to yeah. kind of segue into giving this thing a, a grade. Um, yeah, if you guys uh, had to give this a grade, which of course you do, um, where do you think you'd land on Zardoz? Go for it, Joe. Um, yeah. You look it, a little it, like Zardoz. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you got the beard. Uh, you know, I, I actually. <laughs> if you the, start vomiting rifles. <laughs> the, I'm sorry, I can't do a Rush Limbaugh impersonation. Um, <laughs> I. The first few minutes actually really, really kind of grabbed my attention. I was like, "Wow, this is this starts out insane." Yeah. Just with the giant mm-hmm. stone head and the you know. The, the the brutals the exteriors that are running up they're like sacrifice they're like looking up at this giant floating stone head and they just slit a guy's throat like yeah see for you it was it, it's so bizarre and it, it's comical to a point at first I was like I think this is being very self aware and then aware with every minute I became more and more convinced that no it's not being self aware it's just being over the top kind of pretentious but like you said, pseudo-intellectualism. Like, it doesn't really have a point. But it's trying to pretend mm-hmm. like it does. The drunk philosopher. <laughs> it's the drunk... Yeah. yeah. Um, Connery is... I, you know, there's some movies that he was in where he was really, really good. And you can tell now that how much of that was a script. Because he couldn't even make this sound good. No. Uh, he's pretty terrible in it he's like trying to be james bond and burt reynolds all mixed into one which kind of makes sense they probably <laughs> asked him that can you can you be bond but with a little bit of burt uh and so that's what he what he burt pretty bond. much burt bond he's, he's i was thinking the same thing <laughs> burt bond it's, it's that's what they should have called the god instead of zardoz was burt bond um, burt bond sounds like when you like have an acid reflux moment in the middle of a fucking conversation yeah burt, um, burt bond yeah uh, <laughs> oh, that's a rifle. The 
the designs and stuff in this. I mean, I, there's so many scenes of the Eternals just pointing their fingers at each other and humming. It's just, it's just hippies humming. Yeah. It's it's men in thin blouses. It's like the worst fucking choir club of all time. It's yeah. like, oh my god, it's Glee. Like, taken to the nth degree. Yeah. Uh, by the end of the movie, they're throwing concepts at you so fast and from so many different directions that you kind of give up giving a shit about any of them. Or at least I did. Uh, so, I w- usually I set my, my expectations for a movie higher than they probably should be. Uh, in this case, they were pretty low because I was like, low is going to be fun. And, I mean, I'm glad I didn't have them higher, but it, <laughs> it didn't really pay off very well. I enjoyed the beginning of the movie and where I thought it was going to go much more than where it actually did. So I'm actually going to give this one a C-. minus. Interesting. How about you, Ryan? You know, it's one of those things where I agree with everything that was said, but the the sad truth of it is... Uh, I really enjoyed the chaos. Uh, I kind of actually liked this movie <laughs> for everything that it did um, <laughs> wrong. Like, it's like, I, I too, had no high expectations. Like, this ended up being exactly what I kind of expected it to be. I th- Well, no, that's not true. It ended up being even weirder. Like, but I was like, I think I'm prepared for this. But it turns out, like, no, you're just supposed to sit back and just watch it happen don't think about it don't it's fine you don't have to think about it like here's a boo uh and then you carry on it's like you know god it kind of reminds me of just being like a kid sitting in the classroom just learning a lesson and not like taking any of it in and like i'm gonna have to read about this later to understand whatever was just said kind of situation but when you go on to like wikipedia to do that uh you find that like oh even this is fucked this makes no fucking sense. Like, it, it doesn't follow anything with the movie. Like, I mean, it mentions parts, but it's not following anything. It's like even Wikipedia itself is just like, fuck, dude, I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm, uh-huh. It's like, it's lengthy, but it's like, <laughs> again, more just like, I'm like, yep, that's what kind of happened in that situation. Um, but then <laughs> you kind of just suck enjoying the, the it's candy. It's candy. It looks interesting at the time, um, but it has n- nothing of substance. No nutritional value to speak of at all. And, like, I agree with Joe. Like, Sean Connery is boring as fuck. Like, it's just like, oh, yep. <laughs> like, he is an actor that requires a good script because he... <laughs> like, huh. <laughs> it's like, you think you get some, like, Sean Connery's uh, isms, but he's actually he's he doesn't talk a lot. There's actually like very little dialogue that comes out of Sean Connery's like mustached mouth. Um, no charm either, and it's just confusion all around. Like I said, it's a kaleidoscope of just bullshit, <laughs> boobs and sci and and loose sci-fi themes. Uh, but again, it's just like I totally understand why this like had a resurgence and in interest. Like this is stupid. But this is like, <laughs> this is fun, stupid for me. Like, as long as you just like, it's kind of like in a way that you have to share this with the person. Like, listen, dude, I got something to show you. It's not going to make any yeah. fucking sense. And that's why this spread. And you're like, oh, 
Oh, because it has to kind of be experience. Like, like we've like mentioned previously, Eric. It's like there was so much we didn't actually cover, but neither did the movie. <laughs> it's just like yeah, right. It's 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 just constant. It's amazing how much gets thrown at you, and also how slow the whole pacing is for the entire thing. But again, I don't know what it is. I actually kind of enjoyed this. It was a weird ride for me. Um, it's not going to get a high grade. I would say... I want to say B-, but honestly, in my heart, it's a C+, plus, if anything. Like, it's C+. It has to be C+. Plus. Like, I will... Uh, maybe... I don't know. But I have to watch this, like, with another group. And it has to be under some kind of substance, I think. There's no... <laughs> going yeah. sober at this is not yeah. fun. As fun as I think it would be if you were with a group of... Uh, altered minds, mm-hmm. and I'll leave it at that. Yeah, that would probably help. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or I'm scar land. you. Don't do acid with this movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure that would be a good experience or not. But yeah, um, yeah. I'm definitely gonna land right in that realm as well. Um, I think this is definitely something if you're a cult movie enthusiast that is worth seeing. Uh. But yeah, set, setting expectations for you know watching a, a, a crazy cult movie from the '70s is fine if that's what you're in for. You're you're gonna have enough here that's certainly watchable and amusing, and there, there's points in it where the the production design is really interesting, and there's some stuff that's you know going on that's 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 honestly pretty cool. And then there's a lot of really like poorly conceived philosophical bits and there's bad acting and there's some bad special effects and set design and points that make it make its low budget kind of stick out and award winning uh, bad yeah special effects <laughs> yeah. and set design um it's it is uh an interesting movie in the way that it's kind of something you gotta see to believe especially some of the costumes and especially getting sean connery with the burt reynolds mustache in a in a speedo with suspenders is uh something that i just it, it has to kind of be seen to be believed and i know people like all over the place when this zardoz thing took off um you know, just after the first of the year with this 2023 thing, people are all like, I saw so many people typing in on these memes, like, what movie is this from? I have to see this crazy, just based on that one image. And it's like, uh, it's like, yeah, if you're, if that's, if you're just looking for crazy, it's here. Like it's, you've got like, a lot of crazy here. So I feel like this um, would make a good gateway to older films for modern generations. I hate to say it, but it kind of fits that humor. Weirdly. Enough. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it's not right out funny, but it's certainly like mine. Like I don't know. Like I mean, the the humor it, that it exists in the Zoomer generation and how this would kind of fit with just the ridiculousness of this movie. It's a good. bit of a spectacular failure in the way that it tries yeah. to be a piece of philosophy, and it just kind of like blows up in its own face. So, um, it's it's high concept uh it's kind of art like art house meets sci-fi with a lot of like b-movie aesthetics to it so it's kind of kind of weird and and just like uh yeah so yeah i i'm gonna give this thing a c i think just because i i'm very middle of the road and there's some stuff i really enjoyed about it there's also some stuff that i just found just like like what is going on not just the what is going on but kind of like just kind of leaves a bad taste in your mouth like i'm not sure what they were trying to say but this is not playing well anymore or if, if no. it ever did like i'm not sure it ever did so 
But, yeah. And yeah, I, I agree will... about Sean Connery. I, I like Sean Connery. I'm generally a fan of his, and I, I think he's great in some things. He is not comfortable in this role. He never really embodies it, and it might have something to do with their costuming decisions, because that would be weird, like, you know, coming <laughs> off of what he is doing. But Go, anyway, man. yeah. It's, it's a, a look. Let's, um, yeah, yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> I will say, I would like to see this movie be remade as a Netflix original, and I think to 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 stay with tradition, uh, Daniel Craig should play the role of Zed. Well, we'd absolutely love to know what any of our listeners think of that idea. Um, should Daniel Craig be the new? Zed in a reboot of Zardoz. What did you think of Zardoz? Uh, if you've seen this one, we would love to hear any of your thoughts on it. Is there anything that we left out that you wanted us to uh, comment on? Please feel free to send any of those questions, comments, criticisms, or witticisms to the Video Junkier Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Video Junk Pod uh, for people that still use that. And also on uh, Instagram and Facebook on our main Video Junkier Podcast pages. If you write it, we'll read it, and we look forward to hearing from you. And if you want to come over and visit us on our Patreon page, patreon.com slash Podcast, for a very small donation, you become part of the Video Junkyard Podcast family and receive uh, voting rights to get uh, your movie picks on the show, as well as some exclusive content a few times a year. Um, we will uh, we greatly appreciate all of our, uh, our patrons and uh, hope you'll consider becoming one. Uh, thanks to our current patrons, Scott Stewart and Tony Rodriguez. Uh, appreciate you guys hanging in there. And um, I hope you'll come back to the Video Junkyard Podcast for a lot of great stuff coming up this year in 2023. Not the year that Zardoz takes place. Um, <laughs> we are going to be looking at uh, the Nick Cage movie Lord of War, uh, Flight of the Navigator, uh, Romancing the Stone, Tremors, and much, much more. Uh, also, if you are listening and you have a movie that is a forgotten favorite and you want us to look at it, the Video Junkyard Podcast, uh, let us know by one of the aforementioned uh uh, ways to get a hold of us and uh, we were looking to get a lot of audience picks we're going to try to get one a month on for the year of 2023 so absolutely and we want to thank you once again for listening to the video junkyard podcast and hope that you will join us again for those upcoming shows and also share it around until next time i'm joe peterson i'm eric Branson. And I'm Ryan Seiskel saying The gun is good The gun penis is evil. The penis shoots seeds and makes new life to poison the earth with a plague of men as once it was. But the gun shoots death and purifies the earth of the filth of brutals. Go forth and kill. Zardoz has spoken. You have been listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast. I do wish we could chat longer, but I'm having an old friend for dinner. You just can't let them go? Go! Stay on the road. Keep clear to the moors. We want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the Video Junkyard Podcast and remind you to find us on social media on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. On Twitter at Video Junk Pod, and on Instagram as Video Junkyard Podcast, all one word. 
want to thank you again for listening and keep digging. Who knows what treasures you'll find in the video junkyard.